This is Jonathan with LimitlessMindset.com, the online destination for acquiring superhuman brain power and hacking your reality. So if you are a creative, I think that L-theanine is well worth your attention. So the bloggers, authors, and ad copywriters out there should know that L-theanine is a promoter of catchyismismism. So what is catchyismismism? Well, this is copy that is soaking wet with articulate, concise, eloquent, grammatical constructs which will grab your reader's attention like a lover. So I think as creatives, we imagine this perfect world where we would sit down in front of our computers to create and consistently inspiration would strike and we would produce just brilliant stuff. But if we're honest with ourselves, it's a whole lot messier than that usually. A lot of times after laboring away with the empty page for an hour, what you have is really just deserving of the delete button or the waste bin. And I think that the secret to being a good writer, well, I don't think there is a secret. I think it's just to do it a lot and to have a creative process that works for you. So this creative process, it varies a whole lot. For some people it involves meditation. For some people it's listening to music. For some people it's outlining everything with mind mapping software. So for some people it's drinking coffee and listening to reggaeton music. That would be me. Let me get a sip of my coffee here actually. Here's my process. I'd love to share it with you. This is the process that I've used to write 170,000 plus words and hundreds of articles. I think it's a pretty good process. So feel free to steal it. Most of my writing is taking pretty uninspiring, dry, scientific papers and then cross-referencing that with data that's coming out of the quantified self communities and distilling the scientifically credible, actionable information and making it very consumable, putting it in a form that is authoritative and very informational, but at the same time needs to have a little bit of entertainment value, needs to be something that people can enjoy reading some and then taking that, turning it into 2000 page articles. So on the first day of researching, what I will do is I will skim three to four studies and I will find uh, three to four studies on the subject matter and I will find a couple of quotable lines in these studies. And then I'll just begin by copy and pasting those into a blank document and leaving attribution links, obviously. Then I will head over to like longevity.org, Bulletproof Exec Forum, Reddit, and 
I will speed read through about 25 to 30 different people's experience. Out of these, I will grab a couple other lines of insightful user experiences with the smart drug or biohacking tool in question. Then I find that after I've immersed myself in the subject matter for in between 15 to 30 minutes, reading the papers, which are really dry, and then reading the user experiences, which are not so dry, what I'll start to do is reach some conclusions and grasp some of the nuances of the subject matter. You know, the, the creative gears will start to rotate in my head and I will kind of just free associate my thoughts on paper. And I will frequently run into moments where I need to get more data to reference something or I need to find a, a decent user experience to, uh, to, 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 to support some of the conclusions that I might be coming to. And what I will do is if I am in a good creative mode and I've got words and thoughts flowing, what I'll do is I'll just keep writing and keep producing and keep putting my thoughts out on paper and where I'm in need of more data, I will add a understroke. I will add a, a spot that needs some more research done on it. And what I will do is I will begin each consecutive day by clearing up those understrokes because it's pretty rare that I just sit down completely full of creativity and ready to ravage the empty page. Usually you sit down and you're like, oh gosh, so much here. Where do I even start? And so I start with those understrokes and I start by doing research, by finding data to fill in those understrokes. Sometimes I find data that disproves something that I thought earlier, in which case I will try to present as much of a well-rounded view on the topic as possible. And I find that once I'm, once I get in this cycle of dealing with the understrokes, of dealing with those, those open sections of my document, I find that that brings me back into the subject matter. That gets those creative gears moving again. And very soon I'll find myself back in a creative mode. L-theanine gives this process wings to soar. Let me take a sip. Mm. So I wrote my science fiction short story, A Post-Ops Devolution, while on L-theanine. You can actually download the first six chapters of that short story through the link below. I actually think it's a pretty good little science fiction short story, and I, I hope you'll check it out and let me know what you think of it. I wrote an ebook on text message marketing entitled 93% Open Rates, Rich Content Marketing Demystified, while on L-theanine. That was also very dense subject matter, very technical subject matter, and I felt like L-theanine was something that empowered that. 
I used L-theanine actually before I gave my talk at the recent Medellin Lifehacker meetup. And like a lot of live events, I had a couple of little minor disasters to deal with at this event. I had an assistant that was supposed to show up and help me with some things, and they flaked. And then at the venue, I had reserved an entire area at this venue, but there were some guys that were sitting in some seats that we needed for some students. And so I went over and tried to approach them very diplomatically and explain what we're doing and say like, hey, you know, we reserved this area, so can you please move somewhere else? Because it's just the two of you. And these guys were like, no, we were here first. You're just gonna have to deal with it. So we had to find a different place to put the students Overall, I would say for the, the, the minor disasters that we had at our event, I had next to no stress. And I was able to transition very fluidly into hosting the event and doing a talk for what ended up being about two hours and come up with a lot of creative anecdotes and involve the crowd in what we were doing. And I, I credit the the tranquil, creative, yet focused state that L-theanine puts me in for that. It also absorbs really nicely. You just dump the white powder into your beverage and within a matter of minutes, the little clumps will be completely absorbed. And it has kind of a sweet taste, actually. It tastes kind of like green tea, which is what you would expect. It belongs to a taste family called umami. And so umami is like the proprietary taste family of L-theanine slash green tea. And I read some places online that said that umami actually complements some more bitter tastes. So like coffee, chocolate, grape, fruit. If you're consuming L-theanine or green tea with these tastes, the umami taste is supposed to make the bitter taste a little bit nicer. So for me, I only drink really high quality coffee. I only drink the really good stuff. So it's really delicious to begin with, and I wasn't able to really tell much of a difference. L-theanine is the active ingredient in green tea. Green tea contains caffeine, so you really shouldn't drink it close to bedtime. However, I know a lot of you like to have a glass of red wine or two and do your writing in the evenings. I know for a lot of you that's when inspiration really strikes. So if you want the creativity and the focus, but you don't want that caffeine that's gonna screw up your sleep later on, I recommend just having a little bit of L-theanine with your red wine while you're doing your nocturnal penmanship. I really like to stack L-theanine with other nootropics, especially the nootropics that put me into super geek mode, like modafinil and the racetams. I find that the L-theanine kind of takes the edge off of the intense mindset that some of these nootropics put me into. 
So L-theanine and caffeine is a classic nootropic stack, and I find it especially effective for creative work because the caffeine gets you motivated and the L-theanine gets you inspired. Cause comparison. So this little 50 gram baggie costs $15. The 100 gram baggie, twice this size, costs $25. In capsule form, you can get 12 grams for $25 total. And if you're just drinking green tea, eight cups of green tea contains about 200 milligrams. Each little spoonful of this has about 350 to 500 milligrams. And for me to get into the creative, tranquil, focused state that I like to be in to be really productive, I do anywhere from like 750 milligrams to 1.5 milligrams. So all around the powdered form of L-theanine is a really excellent value. And when I finish this 50 gram bag, I'm definitely going to go ahead and order the 100 gram bag. In fact, if I could, I would order like a, a Scarface powder mountain and just dump it on my desk and I would just stick my head in that when I wanted to take on creative projects. If you're just researching L-theanine, yeah, I would encourage you to try the powdered stuff as opposed to just drinking a ton of green tea every day. I love green tea, but taking it in powdered form has allowed me to take that creative process that I have and really bring it to the next level. Again, I'm Jonathan with LimitlessMindset.com and I hope that you'll hit the subscribe button wherever it is on the page so that we can stay in touch. I look forward to a continued conversation with you.